rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. All right. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 7.49 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Tuesday, the 9th of March, 2021. Wake it up, baby. Wake it up. Wake it up. Wake it up. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's do it. We got a great interview for you guys today. Another great episode. So without delay, let's jump right in. So today, Tuesday, I Love My Tutu to Read Aloud uh, premieres at 10.30 a.m., on the Aurora Public Library's Facebook page. They'll be going live uh, with that. And then there's a live planning and planting a vegetable garden at 7 p.m. Registration is required for that. Feed your whole family the fruits and vegetables they enjoy from your own garden. Shouts out. So that's what's going on today. Uh, There is, or excuse me, tomorrow, there's live baby slash toddler story time at 11 a.m. Registration is required for that. Thursday, the 11th, preschool story time at 11 a.m. That's live. And Saturday, live English conversation group, 1030 a.m. Registration is required for all of those, my dear friends. All right. Shouts out to the Royal Public Library for all the good stuff they got going on. Okie dokie. So, moving right along, March at Alive, Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 7, grades 6 through 12, um, free. This is going to be one of many great programs taking place at the Alive Center. There's a location in Aurora and also at Naperville. Follow on Facebook and keep in touch with them via text alerts. To sign up, text I am alive. I am A L I V E to 56525. So the 19th, there's March Madness and Murder. And the 29th through the 1st, there's Express Yourself Spring Break Camp. That's cool. Lots of fun activities coming. Still Life Guided Drawing Lessons, Pac-Man Tournament, and Rainbow Ublek. How about that? Socks. They also have a sock drive going off. The drop-off center is the Alive Center at 500 West 5th Street in Naperville. This is going to the 22nd of this month. Drop new pairs of socks. So don't give old socks. That should be should be self-explanatory, but people will be messing that up all the time. People will give you old anything. People will give you old underwear and expect you to wear it. And when you wonder why they're giving your underwear their underwear to you, they will look at you crazy. As if everybody should be taking other people's underwear. Interesting. School District 131 is now hiring noon hour meal supervisors and traffic monitors if you or someone you know is looking for a job holler at district 131 we will post this to make sure that you guys can get that information and a five-day meal excuse me and five-day meal packs have been added as an additional offering at the same time and location as regular on-site daily meal pickup the five-day meal packs are available on thursdays for more information on those Check the link that I have posted for y'all. Holla. Have you heard about PEBT? If you have not, it's the Pandemic Electronic Benefit Transfer, and it benefits all students in District 129. 
This is because District 129 participates in the CEP, Community Eligibility Provision, part of the National School Lunch Program. All District 129 families receive the card. Immigration status is not a factor. I'm going to post that for you guys today so you can check that out and see it. Very cool stuff. And last but not least, Virtual Rocket Rumble, Monday, March 15th, 10.30 a.m. You must register with the Aurora Public Library. Virtual Rocket Rumble is a fun music and movement program for all ages. All ages. So the young bucks and the old school, y'all can all get together and dance. Was it dancing? Well, it's Virtual Rocket Rumble, so rock and rumble. All right. Quick shouts out for the day. Want to give a shout out to all of our friends who are educators. Kate Hazelton, what up? Good morning to you. I want to say a special good morning to our friends in the uh, business community, the women business community. Special shouts out to Jen Ingram Art and also to Yvonne from Cottonseed Creative Exchange. Also want to say good morning to Tracy Duran. So many people, too many people to name. Norma Peterson in our Document the Abuse. So many great people. We've been blessed. It is International Women. Well, yesterday was International Women's Day. But let's do it all month. I like that idea. And that is the news. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. You too. All right. I think this interview's been a long time coming. Yeah, so probably. This is, uh, <laughs> this is good. Uh, for our listeners, let us know who you are. I am Jen Mendoza. Okay. All right. And uh, yeah. Where are you born and raised? Uh, Chicago, the northwest side of Chicago. Okay. And how long have you been an Aurora resident? Uh, my husband and I moved here in 2009, okay. so we wanted to um, branch out and start somewhere new because everyone from both sides of our family have always been in Chicago, mm -hmm. um, so we uh, just wanted to get away, start fresh. Did you guys have families from like the same side of town of Chicago? Were you like that close? Uh, I grew up in, uh, by Irving, Cicero, Milwaukee, so Portage okay. Park area, and my husband grew up in Logan Square. Okay. All right. Yeah. So was it too far away? Very cool. Um, what is your post-high school education? Post-high school education. Um, I went to Loyola University uh, and got a bachelor's in anthropology, minoring in international studies. And then uh, once we moved uh, to Aurora, I, we were in our mid thirty, uh, mid twenties. Um, I wanted to get situated here uh, a little bit, and then I applied and started a master's program at North Central College. Okay. Um, and then the day after I signed up, I found out I was pregnant with my first kid. So, um, thank you. Yeah, I was like, holy cow, start one thing and here we go. Um, but by the time I, I did finish my program at North Central, I had two kids. Um, and it took me three years to finish that program. But I did it and I had two kids by the time I was done. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. Thank um, you. So you have, uh, have three children. Mm -hmm. What's their names? Benjamin is nine, Evelyn is seven, and Gabriel's five. All right. And do they always cook or do you just make them cook what they want to do? Is that how that <laughs> I, I try to get them involved. So, I mean, for the boys, they weren't as interested. Mm -hmm. um, but once they've seen that, like, Evelyn takes more part in it. Right. 
then they're like, oh, well, I want to do something too. So now it's like, oh, yay, we're going to go cook, you know, not a, oh, mom's trying to make us do something again. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> they, they, especially Benjamin, my oldest, he, he likes dealing with the measurements and figuring out the math for me. He's kind of like one of those math whizzes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that aspect of it he's all about. And Gabe just wants to mix it in the bowl, you know, right. that kind of stuff. Um, and you went to school with the homegirl Jeanette. I did, yeah. We did our um, our uh, graduate program together at North Central. And, yeah, I haven't seen her in forever, but I always see her on Facebook and Instagram. Not so much on Instagram, but, um, yeah, through the years it's been cool because thankfully for Facebook, you know, I'm able to still stay connected with people and we're still friends on Facebook too. Right. That's one of the things about it, right? Like mm -hmm. you do see every now and then you see like people you may know and you're like, eh. yeah, but then you see people like, oh, wow. Like, right. Yeah. That you do uh, yeah. lose contact or have lost contact with. Mm -hmm. And it's been like eight years. It's been, well, I think Evelyn was like a year and it, no, she wasn't even a year and she's seven now. So it's been like, it's been a good while, and Jeanette and I are still connected on Facebook. I'm like, hey, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that was a good uh, that was a good interjection when you mentioned that. I went to school with her. That was that was really cool that day. Yeah. Um, so you're a person who's been here a while and been involved. How has business and networking changed in your time? Business and networking changing. Well, I'm not really a. I wasn't um, big into networking. That wasn't my shtick. Like I wasn't very familiar with doing that. I had always worked a nonprofit, so I, at 18 I moved out and um, got my own apartment and started working for the Better Business Bureau in downtown Chicago and went to Loyola full-time. Um, and then uh, once I made that transition and met my husband, uh, I decided, well, I was trying to find employment out here in the suburbs because I was, trans, you know, I'm still going back and forth to Chicago, to Aurora, mm -hmm. and actually landed a um, job with World Relief, DuPage Aurora. So I worked uh, for them uh, at the Wheaton location, and then I was coming to the Aurora location when it was still over here on Downer. And just it was before, Downer? Was it Downer? Broadway. No, no, I, th I think it was Downer. Okay. Yeah. It was right next, I think it was either all spoked up, it was in one of those. Right, that's yeah. Downer. Yep, yep. Right. so it was there, and then... They moved to LaSalle Street, yep. and that's when I was like, all right, I'm out, because I was the office manager. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of logistics, but I didn't leave because of that. It's just, you know, I had, at that, then I had three kids, so I was trying to find something that could uh, work with that whole thing, but um, yeah, so I got wrapped around. So I worked for World Relief, doing the nonprofit, and then I just landed a, a job with uh, PPA Chicago, which okay. is what got me into the promotional products industry. And that job allowed me to work from home primarily. I only had to go to the office like once or twice a month right. for meetings and stuff. So it wasn't until then that I started meeting all these different people, you know, from mm. di distributors and suppliers and had to make connections. And actually I started creating those events for these people to do business together. Cool. So I started creating networking events, but I actually wasn't the one needing to make the connections. I got you, sure. Um, but 
I had to still start, re I had to reach out to people and go to like Vegas and the ASI Chicago at McCormick Place to get people to come to my trade show because PPA Chicago hosted a trade show right. every March at Arlington Racetrack. So I needed to find vendors to come be a part of our right, thing. Right. So I would, you know, pass out my business card and kind of do my spiel and say why they needed to come do our show and stuff like that. But I didn't do the networking thing until like the last three years okay. uh, when I started doing um, Norwex and that was just kind of like a spur of the moment sort of thing. I was invited to a party, loved it, and now I've got a team of 15. Like it just it wasn't even really supposed to happen like that, but it did. And then my friend Joni uh, and I decided to start Moms for Moms Vendor Events. Okay. And with that, it's like all about networking because you're meeting people, you're telling them what that is and how that's going to help give them a platform to showcase what they have. Right. Uh, so that, that kind of really sparked it. And then it was just like, I went hard with that. And now it's like I network for everything. Right. Um, tell me what was it like working for the Better Business Bureau? Let's see, I was 19. It was fun, but I had to take phone calls for all the complaints. Uh, so that, I mean, you'd get, I'd open up all the mail, you've got people sending you pictures of their hair falling out because they used like some sort of hair product. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they want to sue people. And I mean, some, I think people just didn't understand exactly what the Better Business Bureau was right. and what it is. But, Not a complaint receipt facility right. right pay me yeah, yeah because this happened to me but yeah and the but it was fun I had a lot of fun I made a lot of friends mm -hmm. um and I've stayed in contact with them and I mean that was you know a long time ago it seems like definitely the corporate yes. environment yes that, right yes okay. was, that was very corporate yeah mm. school at night work during the day you know it was hustle hustle and that's why when I finally graduated I actually stayed in Rogers Park for an extra year and then moved back to my old neighborhood and that's where I met my husband mm -hmm. and I was like we need to just get out let's go find let's go you know put some roots down somewhere and find somewhere new that no one else that we know it's weird it's like people want to stay close to family I wanted to get away <laughs> no, yeah, um, I, I can relate to that. Yeah, I didn't grow up with family um, besides my mom, really. And I, I didn't really feel like I had a lot of attachments, you know. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to go somewhere, and my husband was up for it. And we're not that far. We're like 45 minutes away from everyone. So Yeah, that's why I joined the Navy, so I could leave Harvey, Illinois. Like, I just want to, oh. I don't want to see any of this anymore. Like, yeah. Like, I just, like, take me. Like, let's right. go. Right. Um, what was PPA Chicago? Uh, Promotional Professionals Association of, okay. of Chicago. We got a lot of acronyms on this show, so yes. we got to like... Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only way they're known. So it's a trade, not a nonprofit trade association for all the promotional professionals in the state of Illinois. Okay. So, yes. Um, growing up, <laughs> what impact did your dad have in your life? Well, I didn't know my dad, um, so I found him uh, a few years after uh, meeting my husband. Mm -hmm. So my husband is like my rock. Like he is literally like 
my whole family all in one. Uh, without him, I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of things. A lot of my firsts were with him, finding my dad, moving out of Chicago, uh, purchasing and driving a car. I took the L everywhere. I didn't, you know, need to have a car. So my, I found my father through white pages and all that sort of stuff. And he actually lives in Kentucky. And uh, he and my mom were teen parents. My mom had me at 16. He fled <laughs> with his mom and family to do family stuff and moved out of Chicago. But I didn't know any of that growing up. So the uh, man my mom had ended up being with, uh, they had told me he was my dad. So I grew up thinking it was my dad till I was 13 and found out he wasn't. So I was like, what the heck? <laughs> right. So after that, I was just kind of like, I need, I want to find him. I want to see, you know, what he looks like and all this, that, and the other. Well, come to find, I find him in 2000, I think it was 2009, actually, when I, when we moved out here. And we drove down, met him, met all this family. I've got a half-brother and a half-sister on his side. I've got a half-brother and half-sister on my mom's side that I grew up with, too. But I'm the only one of just my mom and his union. Uh, so I would say um, after meeting him, we, we haven't spoken in 10 years. But I got that closure I needed. And I still stay in contact with my grandmother and my brother and sister. Uh, but there's things that my mom and my birth father have done that have led me to be the person I am today. I feel like I was supposed to be some sort of statistic of not really being able to amount to too much because I had my first two years of life were living in and out of a car and living on my friend, my mom's friend's couches and mm -hmm. her raising me on her own and then... Uh, hooking up with a guy who uh, was abusive physically to her and myself and just not a good situation for right. the majority of my life. So I just focused on the things that I knew I wanted to do that they hadn't done or didn't do. So I was the first one to like graduate college, first one to go to college or graduate high school, go to college, get a master's, buy a house, do all those sorts of things right. and so I had the thought of my dad in my head of you know what what's he doing what was his reason for leaving that sort of thing but I don't have a ton of resentment or any of that kind of stuff but I wouldn't really say that I looked up to him for anything sure. essentially my mother, I, I, I do. I appreciate everything that she had done. Um, but I feel like it was all those circumstances that led me to where I am. And I met my husband at like 22, 23. And he just allowed me to just really, I, I say blossom and just really be who I am. Right. And just kind of grow from that. What's wrong with America? Oh, what's wrong with America? There isn't enough love. For your neighbor, there isn't, um, there isn't, definitely isn't enough justice for everyone, um, and justice looks different for each person, but overall appreciation of people's individuality and what they have to offer, I think is probably one of the, the largest issues, because if we had that, 
I feel like we wouldn't have a lot of other issues yeah, that stems it, from it. It seems like easy, right? Like yeah. Could, like, what's so difficult about the shit? Mm-hmm. Like, what is? How could it be so hard? The sandbox is big enough for everybody to play in, exactly, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I get so tired of people. Uh, so, so to your point, you said that justice looks different to certain people, mm-hmm. and I, I get so tired of like the idea when you ask people or ask this question. It's like, well, nothing's wrong. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because in, in the whole, like, forget other people's lives in your own, like, forget the whole, there's nothing wrong. Right. It just seems so petty. You know? Yeah. Well, if if that's the case, then they are what is wrong. <laughs> I, you know. Sure. Yeah. Look at, like, a company, right? Right. We've always done things this way. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. nah. so, well, what did Henry Ford say? If two people agree on everything in business, one of them is unnecessary. Right. So we can't, yeah, we need change. Right. Need people to shake it up. Mm-hmm. Um, what does Aurora need that it does not have? What does it need? Hmm. I think... I think I should have thought about that one a little harder. Beforehand, oh, I love Aurora. Like, I really do. Like, we are transplanted from Chicago. We have Chicago roots and all that. But, like, I have really taken Aurora as, like, this is where we are. This is where our children have been born. This is where we're going to stay. I don't have any plans of moving. And if I was to say something, maybe more representation from women and the underprivileged, um, diversity in ages of people. That's kind of like leads me into like Wiesos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I started a oh, chapter. Oh, yeah, no, there. I'm oh, sure we are. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I think just having proper representation for everyone. So one of the things I appreciate about Aurora, even being the second largest city, is Chicago is so massive, right? You, can, you don't really feel like you can really make a dent <laughs> in certain things. You know, there's yeah. so many communities, uh-huh. so many, all of that sort of thing. Where I feel has Aurora is small enough to be able to do that. Right. You can plant the flag here and it not get obscured by the other flags. Flying. Right. right. It, it, it'll, it, I feel like it would catch on quicker by all the other neighboring, you know, wards or neighborhoods. Right. So I think that that, um, that, that change or anything that could better Aurora is so much easily done here. Um, so, yeah, representation of the communities. So, yeah, I'll leave it like that. <laughs> All right, so, and now, you know, now that we're, we're there, so WESOS, what's, what's that all about? What's, what's that about? So that acronym stands for Women Entrepreneurs Secrets of Success. So it is a networking group, unlike any other type of networking group. It's more of like a sisterhood, and it's really a platform in which women are able to come together, share business ideas, exchange you know, personal growth, and business is secondary. So it's really getting to know the individual one-on-one, making those connections personally, Instead of, hey, I'm here to do this, 
I sell this, come buy from me, this is why you should do it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a group where women connect on a deeper level, get to understand their, their whys and their hows and what drives them to do what they're doing. And all of that other stuff just comes naturally, you know, because when you, you, you meet women and you genuinely want to help them, then it's, it's no, it's, it's, it's just top of the mind of being able to represent them and giving them, you know, a shout out here and there. And I just do that naturally because who, how is anyone going to know what awesome stuff you got out there and who you're using unless you give them shout outs? Yeah. You gotta be, uh, you gotta be notoriously vocal with it. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to be out there with it. Uh, when did, when, uh, excuse me, when did we so start? 10 years ago. 10 years ago. So, all right, we to the beginning. Yeah, so Jean LaValle is the founder. She uh, started with a the Woodridge chapter. She was just meeting up with some ladies, chatting away, and then the next thing she knew, she had 50 women at the door that wanted to do the same thing. So um, they expanded, started additional chapters. She now uh, runs the Chicago chapter. There are 23 chapters, if I'm not mistaken. We actually have a couple outside of Illinois, Florida, Denver, um, Portland, Oregon. Shout out to Portland, good place, good place. Yeah, and then they're they're all throughout the western suburbs, southern suburbs, all around. Okay. So I I started one, um, got into the talks of it in November, December. And I was like, hey, I know so many women through my mom's, you know, our Moms for Moms vendor events Mm -hmm. and through these other networking circles I'm in because of my business with Multiprint and Digital. I'm like, there could, this, this is needed here in this, this side of Aurora because Aurora is large, you know. So I interviewed and was approved to, to start a South Aurora chapter. Okay. So you had to interview with, with Jean LaValle. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was announced as a new chapter leader um, January 14th. It was mid-January. And since, uh, you know, because of the pandemic and everything, everything's been virtual. Right. Uh, I was told, you know, give me a few months to just kind of be acclimated mm-hmm. via Facebook and all that stuff and have my first meeting virtually. I just had it on Friday. I had 50 people attend. I have 47 paid members before we even had a meeting. This Friday? This past Friday. This past? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but the first in person is going to be in April. So all the chapters meet once a month Okay. on whatever specific day and time. Mine is the first Friday. I did that on purpose. Mine is the first Friday of every month because I love first Fridays. Mm-hmm. And it's at noon at the Hot Vine Brewing Company. Five Valley Mall. Right, right next to the Comedy Shrine. Yeah. Yeah, so we have that space designated for our in-person chapter meetings, and I'm super excited for that because it's a large enough space. I don't have to cap it off unless there's going to be, like, 100 people or something. But we had a wait list. We had 50 people RSVP for the virtual and, like, 10 wait, wait listed. So I'm like, in person, it could go either way. Good. It could go either way. Um, what, so, uh, is a requirement to be a business, uh, woman or person or to have to join, you have to have an established business uh, to join? 
So that's the idea, right. but technically you don't mm -hmm. um, because the, the membership is for the woman. Right. So it could be for a woman that's maybe wanting to get back into the workforce. Okay. And by doing this and being, there's like probably over 260, 270 members within all the chapters. Right. Um, so just by being a part of the WESOS network and being able to hop around and go to any chapter meeting you want, you're in front of, you know, give or take 30, 50 women mm -hmm. and have that platform to network with these women who you know, may have job opportunities or connect you with someone. So, right. I mean, it's just... Hook a sister up. Mm-hmm. Um, and how many members do you have currently? I have 47, and a lot of them have been on your show. <laughs> they have? Yeah. Uh, who we had on? So, Jessica Perea. Oh, yeah. Shouts out. That was a good one. Yes. That was a good interview. That's my girl. And she's actually moving not too far from me. I'm super excited. She's yeah. just moving. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, she was really cool. Mm-hmm. I only, I only talk to cool people. All right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Anna with Spots on the Fox. Yes. Shout out. And her husband. And yep. her husband. She's she's in my neighborhood. And, man, there's... I. I know there's a there's a lot more. Yeah, we had a few. There's we had a, a few. Yeah. Um, because one day I can't think of who it is. I apologize to that person if, if she watched this, but somebody left out of here after an interview, and then like texted me and was like, "Yo, um, um, Jim and those are Wiso's. What's a Wiso's group? Like, you should you know keep interviewing some people." But we were already connected, mm -hmm. so I was like, I was like, okay, and mm -hmm. I was seeing that. So Chris Cash. Oh yeah, she was my first member. She she hasn't been on here yet, but yes. shout out. Yeah, oh, she's yes. really cool. Oh, she is. We actually, Chris and I started up a leads group with the Aurora Chamber recently. Okay. So after this, I got to get home to get on to that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's really cool. I met her at the um, uh, the census rally that took place at the Paramount so long ago. Yes, love her, love her. Um, now let's talk. So moms for moms. Mm -hmm. Moms for moms is still around. So we have been dormant right. because of the pandemic. Sure. Uh, we did host a couple virtual events last okay. year. I had uh, two unofficial events in my yard, socially distanced for people in my neighborhood. Um, but as far as actually being able to do events, uh, we have not. We are hoping to do that in the summer. So we'll be, Joni and I will be celebrating our two year, we had one full year under our belt and we were like, all right, 2020, let's do this. And then, and then March, that, right? then yeah. <laughs> but you know, we, we, we still have, we have a really great following. And I mean, now with the WESOS chapter, I mean, I've got all these women mm -hmm. that will now have that additional platform to be able to do in-person events right? and just keep uplifting, you know, Aurora women, entrepreneurs and business owners. I mean, that's just... So mom, mom was only two years old? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. It seemed, um, uh, Moms for Moms. Well, it's Moms for Moms vendor events. Right. There are, there's other groups, and I don't know if they're, I don't think they're, they're vendor event type things, but there is a, like a Moms, Moms for Moms or something, and it might be like a resale shop that happens every so often. The reason why I ask is because um, back when I had the escape room, uh, moms for moms. So I knew I know it was you though. Mm -hmm. um, I was like following one of your page or that page, and then um, there was another like vendor group 
something and having the escape room, I was, you know, mm-hmm. trying to meet people and network and telling them to bring your kids out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Moms for Moms vendor events always stayed with me. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So when it comes back, oh, yeah. um, hopefully in the summertime. Yeah. Joni and I are definitely excited to, we're going to, we're going to hook up and talk about how that looks because I know that I got the email from the Fox Valley Park District saying mm-hmm. that people could start renting events and stuff. Um, I'm really trying to um, go forward with that and try to find spaces that our beneficiaries Mm -hmm. could help with since we link up all of our events with local charities. So I think that would be best because then we don't have to put the money, the deposits down on places and instead give more back to, you know, the charity that we're, we're selecting for that particular event. What's the uh, what's the benefit of uh, business uh, vendoring with you? The benefit, so I mean, the whole the, the the whole point of Moms for Moms vendor events is to have a platform for women-owned businesses and entrepreneurs to showcase what they have to offer. So I mean, that could be a brick and mortar. That could be a woman who knits in her home. Um, so Joni and I would always attend the school vendor events that were always in November and December for Christmas. And we mm-hmm. thought, well, this should happen more often. You know, right, why right. can't we do this more often? Because I wanted to represent Norwex. She she has her business, Sudsy Bums. So she does vegan soaps and things. And we we just said, you know what, let's, let's do one and see how this works. Well, we had like 120 people register. And we thought, well, you know what, I think there's really a need for this. Yeah. There's other people like us that are out there that, you know, they can, you know, be a chiropractor and have, like I said, brick and mortar. But then there's also these women that are working from home, trying to do a side thing, or it's their full time thing, mm-hmm. because they're home with the kids. And at that time, I had been home. Um, I had to quit my job because my youngest had has a speech disability, and I had to start get taking him to have therapy. So that's where I was like, okay, I'm not going to work. Mm-hmm. But then I became a consultant with Norwex, and then we started Moms for Mom Vids- vendor events. Right. So I was like, I wasn't working, but like I was working even harder to do that stuff. But it gives women a a, a voice, a face. So if you're an Etsy business owner and you're only doing things online, this this gives you the opportunity to get out in front of people in your neighborhood, you know, in your school community, in your church community, wherever we have it. And... People then do, you know, business with you instead of, you know, going on Amazon or going to a store. So, I mean, people that do baked goods, mm-hmm. the direct sales like myself, just anyone. We have nonprofits that participate just because you're literally getting a spot in an event that is made for you. Right. And you, you have that platform. So can't that's lose. can't lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and multi-print digital? Yeah, so that's my 9 to 5. Okay. But it's it's a woman-owned business. I love promotional products because I know the impact it has mm-hmm. on businesses. So it's literally like full circle because not only, you know, do we offer Moms for Moms under events when we get back in person, but I am able to help brand women and mm-hmm. men, but through you know with WeSos and um, Moms for Moms I have that that extra tool so I've got these platforms I can make these connections for women and I can help 
brand them. So anything you need to put your logo on, I'm, I'm your go-to. How much do you charge for business cards? I mean, it depends on how many you need, but it's going to be cheaper than Vistaprint. Don't say word out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's personalized, you know, so it's not, you're not dealing with someone online that you right. never get to talk to. You'd say, hey, Jen, I'm, I'm having an event. I want to have some freebies to hand out. Or, hey, Jen, I want to make our whole office look more branded and professional. Mm -hmm. We need apparel. We need name badges. We need banners. We need anything. I, then you just tell me, and then I start looking it up, and I do all the background work for you. Word up. Yeah. Word up. Um, so besides the things that are you know, COVID responsible when it opens up. What's the future look like for Jim uh, Mendoza? What we got going with? What's popping? Well, I mean, I feel like I got a whole lot of stuff popping right now, but I, I want to build my WeSource chapter mm -hmm. even more. Uh, not too much, but I really, I'm, that's really a big focus of mine. Um, these women have trusted me and, you know, starting this chapter and I mean, we are off to a really great start. I'm so excited. I have, uh, you know, our, I've got the whole year planned out already with all the sponsors, all the speakers. So now I'm already looking into 2022. But that's 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 my that's my goal. Plus, you know, some household things. I want to get get a new deck put on. Mm -hmm. That's some personal stuff. But I I, I really want to uh, get to know. These women, I know a lot of them. Some of them I don't, so I'm looking forward to getting to know them on a personal level. Right. Just do some fun, charitable type things with these women in our neighborhoods and just, you know, do what we do best. And that's, you know, empower each other, support one another, and try to make a difference. You know, my alderman, Alderman Bug, is like the best alderman. And he is always there to help. Ten. Ninth. Ninth Ward. Ninth Ward, okay. Always there to help any way he can. And I just, I love being able to help him, whether it's to help, you know, start a blood drive or a food drive for mm -hmm. the food pantries. So I'm, I'm going to look to get together with him to see what what is on the agenda for us this spring and summer and see how I can pull in these women to get it to go to, you know, get going with it too. Good. Um... <clears throat> So, how can people contact you and uh, learn more about who you are and in their respective businesses? Um, so, via for Wesos, mm -hmm. you can contact me at mendoza.wesos at gmail.com. Uh, for any kind of branding needs, I'm Jen at multiprintanddigital.com. And, I mean, I'm on Facebook, so... If anyone wants to get you know connected with me for anything they could just find me on Facebook Jen Mendoza um, I think it's yeah right now it's just me it's my cover with Wesos but I usually have like all the kids around me or something so yeah. <laughs> if you see a lady with a bunch of kids it's usually me <laughs> nice. um, so the show ends on a positive note um, what's your message today for the people of Aurora Particularly the women of Aurora. Particularly the women. I would say to, if you have something you, you know in your heart that you were made to do or want to do, 
do not hesitate on doing that anymore. And just, you need to go for it because time is limited and the impact you can make on other, another person's life could be monumental. So just go for that dream. Um, I also wanted to mention too, you know, if you're not, networking isn't your thing. I, I have a Facebook group called Women Entrepreneurs of Aurora. And that's a, that's a page specifically for women to just shout out what they do, promote themselves. Yeah. So it's a scheduled basis, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then it revolves again, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Whether you're a service provider, a direct sales person, or an artisan. And then on Sunday, we share events, any kind of upcoming events. So send me a request on there and I, you know, I'll, I'll accept that. And that can be, you know, your start, you know, if you're just doing something at home and you want to just let people, you know, test the water, see if people, you get some traction then start from there. I, I post about WeSos on there all the time as well. So that page works really well for empowering women to step out shed some light on what they do and you know help build themselves promote themselves do you have a favorite book uh, if i was to say it's to kill a mockingbird <laughs> it is that that book uh resonated with me i had family in alabama growing up we we drove down every year it was my step family um but i didn't know it at the time uh but then come to find out that my my dad is you know from Kentucky my grandma's from Kentucky I just did an ancestry DNA test and I'm up every night just searching and looking and the stuff I'm finding is just insane insane but I um, resonate with um, the south uh, because of the family I grew up with my grandma Zora my uh, grandma Zora was a really big influence in my life and a wonderful woman and yeah I don't to kill a mockingbird just always was like my it yes we appreciate this interview thanks for coming on the show and talking to us thank you much so much appreciate it and we appreciate uh, everything that you do to leave a positive impact and other people's lives. So women, boosting them up, you know what I'm saying? Give them a shout out. You never know whose life you're changed or who you're helping out just by giving them a little, little platform. A little right. Um, so, all of you guys out there, we hope that you guys enjoy or have enjoyed this interview. We appreciate Jen's time. Stay tuned tomorrow for another great, positive interview. We will see you guys back here tomorrow. Peace.